What is up, everyone? Welcome to Fightful Wrestling. I'm Denise Salcedo. This is Kate Hensler. And today we are going to be talking about Impact Wrestling's Knockouts Knocked Out. What's up, Kate? We are officially doing a show together. Welcome. No, I finally get to do a show with you. We bookend Sean's week. I'm so glad that we get to meet up. I'm so glad that the first time that you and I are connecting on a stream is for an awesome event like tonight was. I... Did the AW Rampage and SmackDown Post Show yesterday. It was not like the most exciting night of women's wrestling. It was a real bummer on a lot of different levels. So the fact that we get to rebound with a night like tonight is so exciting. And I get to do it with you, which makes it even better. We did not coordinate our outfits. We both <laughs> did end up in pink. I'm very happy about that. You said you were going to wear black, but you were like worried that you'd be like this floating head with your background, in which oh. case we would have been in the Hart family, which exactly worst, we would you know? have been exactly. So <laughs> it was funny too, because I was like, oh, I kind of feel so generic coming in here wearing pink. And then when I saw you wear pink, I was like, oh, thank God. I was like, no. I don't look like I, I just, this was the best, the best outfit for today for, and it kind of ended up just like working out. So it kind of looks like we definitely planned this, but either way, <laughs> so Kate, I'm, first of all, I got to say like, this is very exciting because, you know, you talk about this pay-per-view that we got to watch today and it really was overall a really great show and yeah I know you mentioned also last night for the Queen's Crown tournament it wasn't all of that great and today on Twitter I basically kept posting and telling people like dude like if you were upset about the amount of times that you know the women's matches got last night then you should be definitely watching the show so Kate before we get into the show before we talk about everything that went down for the night I do you kind of want to get your overall thoughts on pretty much the entire show as a whole. Yeah, I thought they did a lot of things extremely well today. You had said this on Twitter, and I, I was so excited you pointed it out because I had the same thought that the diversity of styles in matches, the way that they laid them out, played such an important role. And alongside that, the way that they structured the pay-per-view in general was great. They gave you kind of a downtime when you needed it. They gave you those emotional heartstring moments exactly the right time I think people underestimate how important sequencing is but I love that you pointed it out because I noticed it too like it's so important to when you're running through an entire tournament in one night have diversity in styles from match to match to match and we got so much of that between in-ring styles between the talent that we were seeing and the the their characters and everything I thought it was super well sequenced extremely well executed overall Made me really happy. Cried like a baby during the Daphne tribute. Ran out, <laughs> tried to fix this a little bit. We kind of got there. Um, and uh, everything that Kong had to say, I just thought it was such a wonderful showcase of what the knockouts do. And honestly, what they've been doing for women wrestling for well over a decade at this point. I mean, definitely, definitely. Yes, definitely. And that's the thing, too, is that, you know, I've been sitting and, you know, I've been watching these Impact Plus shows and they've always been like an easy watch. But for some reason and for, I mean, maybe a lots of reasons, this show did hit a lot differently. And because it is the truth throughout each and every single match that we saw today, we got something different. And there was not one match on here that I can say, oh, this match sucked. I did not feel that way about any of the matches. And that was good because at the same time, they all did something different. 
different. A lot of the, every single woman that was on this show today, I'm going to say is a winner. And the reason for that is because they all showed something different. And even some of the women that I wasn't familiar with, because there were a lot of women here that I was watching for the first time, or maybe I had just only seen a little bit of their work. So to kind of see them here today and kind of get a better glimpse at them, I kind of felt like I came out a bigger fan of a lot more people, some people that I already knew and people that I didn't know. Yeah, and I think people underestimate the importance of what a tournament can do for a brand. It's not just to always crown a new winner of something and it's not always just about the finals. You can introduce new talent into the mix. You can bring back legends. You can set multiple storylines. There's so much value in a tournament being a reset button for any division, truly. And I feel like, whereas I've been seeing it not so much in women's wrestling across the board for a lot of the year outside of Ring of Honor, tonight I thought was a really fantastic job of giving us everything that a tournament should give you. And even what I would kind of consider an upset, uh, I... That was the upset I personally wanted. So I was super excited about it. But to your point, I think a lot of people got a lot of really great exposure off of this. I was familiar with the talent, but I feel like I got to even investigate more layers of what I have seen before. So I, I think it was just an absolute home run on so many levels. And it's nice to be able to feel that way. Agreed. I definitely <laughs> agreed. So I'm going to go ahead and jump into a couple of the super chats that we got here today. And then we're going to run through the entire show in a nice chronological fashion. But I am going to kick things off. Also, if you want to share your thoughts as we go through this, this entire show, please make sure to send in your super chats. It, kept, it, keeps, both, it keeps both Kate and I employed and it makes us <laughs> happy. And you guys all know the drill. Uh, but we got our first super chat of the day. This one is from Ricardo El Idolo, who says, yo, that inspirations teaser at the end so you know what let's kind of kick off with that I know that happens all the way at the end of the show and I know I said we were going to go in a chronological format but <laughs> we did get a very nice surprise that at the end you know formerly known as the Iconics in WWE the inspirations are looking to be coming out at Impact Bound for Glory later on this month October 23rd uh Kate how did you feel seeing that teaser I I'm excited for a lot of reasons. One, I think they can do so much great work in Impact. They have such a strong women's program. And I feel like the only thing that's maybe missing right now is someone like the Iconics to come and put that kind of shine and that they have such a specific niche of what they do. And they have such a strong following that I think they could just provide so much value there. I know we've seen reports at Fightful and around the industry about the fact that they've been talking to multiple companies. I love how open everything right is right now. I thought we were going to see them at Slammiversary. That was like one thing that I was very confident about and it didn't happen and it surprised me. So to see them at Bowden for Glory in a couple of weeks would absolutely thrill me. But I think they can do so much great work at Impact. So them showing up there makes me very excited, or at least the possibility of that. <laughs> and I just got to be real. And this was a little bit of a controversial, a controversial tweet that I put out. And I kind of want to get your thoughts on this too, Kate, because right now you just mentioned, you know, them coming out and, you know, being, we were talking about them being on Impact Wrestling, et cetera, and, you know, what they can bring to the table, right? I posted on Twitter that I firmly believe given the talent and given the storylines and given the matches and the exposure that they give the women, I think that Impact Wrestling right now has the best women's division. And I know that heated a lot of people on Twitter. A lot of people were very upset about that comment. But I just got to say that 
what we saw here tonight is not an exaggeration. It legitimately was a great show. So to have the Iconics, you know, come out for, you know, to come out, you know, for Bound for Glory, at least as we just saw this teaser, uh, I got to say, I think it's the best fit for them or one of the best fits. Oh, I, to me, there is nothing controversial about what you said. It's not even close in my opinion anymore. I thought NXT was probably the second strongest or, you know, depending on the week, it seemed like they were both kind of volleying back and forth. And you also have to, in that discussion, look at what women's wrestling is as a whole. So if you gravitate toward talent, toward a specific promotion, that's one thing. But do the stories make sense? Is the booking appropriate? Like your favorite women's wrestler or your top three to five women's wrestlers might not be in this company, but you have to understand the functionality of what women's wrestling means in the context of all of wrestling. So I, I couldn't agree with you more. Like that is, that is so spot on. I feel like they've been that way for a lot. And the thing that impresses me the most about it is that they continually either a don't sign talent and just kind of lease them or B that talent grows, gets notoriety and moves on. But somehow, they continually replenish this well. And I'm so impressed by their ability to do that. And it's because they make it a priority. So the Iconics coming in or the inspiration, I mean, uh, <laughs> I think would be just so great because they're, they're so much fun. They would add a different flavor and they're such a, a hallmark name at this point. So, I mean, looking at things in WWE right now, could I have seen Billy Kay as a queen of the ring? Hell yeah, I could have. So I think they missed the boat on that, but bring them on over to Impact. I'll be watching. <laughs> I know. And I'm excited. And they love each other so much. They're, they're legitimate best friends. So like they know each other well. So I think they know what they're definitely capable of bringing to the table. We got another super chat. This one is from Matt Reichel, who says watching GCW, but I had to hop on and support my besties, <laughs> Heel Hensler and Hollywood Salcedo. The inspiration tease. Everybody's very excited about that. And yeah, definitely excited to catch up with GCW as well. Thank you so much to Matt for sending in that super chat. And we got plenty more. And I'm going to jump into a couple and then we'll get into the show uh this is another super chat from hannah m who says it should now be known as impact but for the audio listeners you can't see the brilliance of this because she put the double eye in there <laughs> we got another super chat from uh fern loath in new york city who says do we have new challengers for steven larson's quizlemania tag titles no i'm terrible at quizlemania kate you'd probably win all by yourself <laughs> you could win the tag titles by yourself <laughs> i don't know if you want to put all that on me so no we'll just step aside we'll just step aside with that. <laughs> and ryan see okay we got a ryan saying that he wants me to mute you kate but okay. you know what i don't do those tactics man as somebody that's being muted constantly i don't do that man nah ain't gonna no, happen we're above that and also ryan yes. is my co-host on wednesday so you don't have to listen to him about anything you don't even have to read his stuff i know it's like a part of the deal but don't worry about it and jason ps3 <laughs> says stardom uh tjpw and impact wrestling um are killing it this weekend dude there is a lot and you know we're not going to talk about this right now because this is not really the place to, i guess to talk about it but uh there are options out there for women's wrestling where, and today was a clear uh, indicator of that. You can read in between the lines by what I mean by that. <laughs> Kate, yeah. Kate's like, I'm reading between the lines. I'm reading. So like, remember like Invisible Ink when you would put the ruler over? That's how clear I'm reading the lines there. But in general too, if there's something that you don't like in wrestling, there's so many alternatives right now. It's such a great time for pro wrestling in general. What you just said about women's wrestling, I think is even more important because 
it's more disappointment based, not like based out of taste. So I'm, I'm with you there. <laughs> exactly. Super chat from Chris Reigns, who says, love seeing Christy Hemi back and Kong is an excellent choice for the hall of fame. A um, more excellent choice. Uh, it's an underrated thing to say. Like it's underrated. Yeah. She's like <laughs> more than an excellent choice. It's like a must choice, you know? Yeah. And I think they were just waiting for like a proper retirement out of her, which it looks like we're getting based on what we saw at NWA Empower and out of this. So she was a, a no-brainer. I think they were just waiting for the timing to be right. All righty. That's awesome. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and hold off on a couple of the Super Chats, and I'll get to them in just a second. Uh, Luis is going to go ahead and handle the ones that I haven't read just yet, but we're going to go ahead and jump into the show officially. So here we go. Kate, let's kick things off because we kind of started in an emotional way, a very nice way, but in an emotional way. We had the 10-bow salute for Daphne, and as you know, Daphne, uh, Daphne's death was, you know, something that because it was done in such a the public got to see those moments, those final moments of her life. I think that it hit people differently. And I think that even though a lot of us know that mental health is a serious issue, I almost feel like the way that it happened, it's almost like, um, you know, people it, 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 it hit a lot harder is what I'm trying to get at. So now, you know, obviously right now it's been such a big conversation in the wrestling community to talk about mental health. So to have this moment and to also have, you know, to also be able to honor Daphne in this way with all of the women and all of the men in the ring. How did you feel about this? Oh, just like, like cried like a baby. You know what I mean? Like I, this was such an important thing to do for so many reasons, but in a, in a promotion that has broken so many barriers for women and to be paying tribute to a woman who broke down so many doors before that, like so, so many um, pioneers of women's wrestling came before the four horse women. This is just the most sustainable maybe of that over the past five years. I have my doubts, but like Daphne was just one of those ass kickers that just broke through at a time when no women were really breaking through. And, uh, did so in such a unique way and embraced her authentic self in such an important way. And so I think also with the mental health conversation, there's an assumption when someone who is as badass as Daphne, you, you view them as immoral, you view as immortal, immoral, immortal. Yeah, you no view way. them as indestructible, <laughs> right? So it's like then when somebody who was such a badass presence is struggling and then you see the final moments of their life like that, like that is... Uh, there's such a huge like gap there to kind of unpack. So I thought it was beautiful that they acknowledged it. I thought what they did throughout the entire show was really great. And I like that. It sounds like they're trying to at least proactively work on a solution because there is a very large void there in, in wrestling for sure. And that's the thing that I like that you mentioned the fact that they did this the entire night. This wasn't just a one and done deal. Obviously, we had the Monsters Ball. You had everybody coming out with the, you know, the, the bands around their shoulders with Daphne's name on it. And just like overall throughout the entire night, you know, her name was brought up her. You know, we had a vignette that was, uh, you know, that was played later on in the you know show. So they really did a lot to just kind of honor her memory, which was really nice. So now we're going to go ahead and get into the actual show in terms of the wrestling, in terms of the action. You know, we've kind of put over that we saw a lot of versatility here tonight but let's kick things off with the first match uh first round match here that we got for the tournament uh lady frost versus rachel allering so i gotta say this was a very very 
smart way to kick off the night because I think this kind of set the tone for what we were going to be seeing. We had major differences in what Lady Frost was bringing to the ring and major differences in what Rachel Ellering was bringing to the ring and sort of seeing their different styles sort of be brought together in the way that they did. I thought made for an excellent match, but Kate, what did you think of this match? I agree. I feel like Lady Frost has been one of the biggest breakout stars in wrestling this year in general. Not just women's wrestling, wrestling across the board. She's grown so much in like a very challenging era to have grown over this past year. I think she's just been so impressive. She's so versatile. She can give so many women with different ring styles such great matches. We saw a lot of it here. She does a lot of very acrobatic stuff, but it's not uh without sound psychology behind it like she's very acrobatic but she never lets that derail the fact that she's trying to win a match which is something that i very very much appreciate so i thought this was an outstanding way to start the night i thought it was also nice to go from that emotional moment to someone like like lady frost who has like a a bit of an edge to her but is very accessible but like such a a great character to to sink your teeth into and elring is just a, a fantastic uh serviceable in any match kind of worker as well so to see their their different ring styles of l ring being such like a, a heavy hitter and working at a slower pace and somebody that can move the way that lady frost does i thought this was just a fantastic way to start things off and this show is sponsored by better help if you had an extra hour in your day what is the first thing that you would do read a book take a nap play some video games do something for a friend volunteer A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. I feel like we need to put over Lady Frost here for a second because, you know, she just has such a unique look. And like you mentioned, she, you know, she has this, you know, background in, you know, in gymnastics and all of that. But you're right. She goes out there and she's not necessarily just doing flips and spots just for the hell of it. She went out there and, you know, she told a really good story here with Rachel Allering. And that was one of my favorite things that, you know, we saw. I would say that out of all the matches that we saw today, this is probably like up there in my top three favorite matches Mm -hmm. of the night just because because I liked so much that contrasting style that they both both brought. And I just got to say, Lady Frost, I feel like, and I know we're going to talk about this later on in the night, but I 
I honestly, to me, she was one of the people that I came out a bigger fan of. And considering that we only saw her, you know, wrestle one match because she did get, she did lose this match and she did get eliminated after this. I do kind of have to put her over because to me, I was like, hell yeah, like Lady Frost is killing it. Consider it. I'm a big fan of hers, you know, et cetera. And so I do really have to put her over um, during this as well. So this was a great way to kick off the tournament. Um, really love this. So also, the other thing that I wanted to kind of just talk a little bit about uh, the actual stuff that we saw in this match here was we talked about the difference in styles, but I also want to kind of bring up there was this moment where Rachel Allering was chopping her and like chopping her so like aggressively and she was bringing it to her. And then once when like there was a moment where you didn't think you were going to see it from Lady Frost and then Lady Frost kind of like snaps and she just starts chopping her like crazy. So I really like that interaction here. And one of my favorite things that we saw uh, during this match and then we saw later on in Rachel's other match was that she did the black hole slam for the win for the finish and I just got to say that she made it look so impressive and you know obviously uh, Abyss someone you know who did this you know maneuver before so to be able to kind of see her bring that into this I thought was really phenomenal so uh, this was this was up there with one of my favorite matches of the night yeah definitely same with you and I love in general a lot of the people that were highlighted tonight are people that impact might not know and i loved that like i feel like yeah lady frost lost this match but i think a lot of people she's also great at communicating this but everybody knows who lady frost is now right and we yes. saw that consistently throughout the night with the people that lost maybe they lost the match but man did they gain so much and we'll we'll talk about how amazing masha slamovich was in a second but she's another one so much talent and even there's people that probably aren't necessarily like familiar with the winner of the tournament which is also really cool so i just loved that a lot of the people that got the spotlight are the ones that people might have been less familiar with whether or not they technically won or lost Exactly. And I think this is a good example of that because this next one, we got Chelsea Green versus Renee Michelle, another first round match here in this tournament. And I'll just be honest, like I was not, you know, as familiar with Renee Michelle's work whatsoever. Obviously, Chelsea Green, that's a totally different story. Very familiar with her. I just actually did an interview with her this past a couple of days ago. So for me, I got to say like this match here, I thought that completely different from how we open up the show, but in a good way. And the reason for that is because the thing for me that really put over this match was the fact that they did a lot of really good storyline in this match. So now, you know, looking at this, you know that Renee Michelle is obviously not at the same level that Chelsea Green is at in terms of her in-ring in wrestling skills. We know that, right? But on this night, she did not at any point look like she wasn't on par with Chelsea Green. She didn't look out of place. She didn't look like she was lost. And so many times when I'm watching so many other, you know, matches with, you know, when you see a girl who's more green than, you know, her, you know, her opponent, you tend to see those moments, those teaching moments. And I kind of feel that in this match, I didn't see it at all. In this match, I did not see... Uh, not at one point did I think Raymond Renee Michelle does not belong there. And so for me, that was what really got me over and really got me interested and invested into Renee Michelle. The other thing that I liked was the fact that she was working on um, throughout this match. We saw her do things that were working over uh, Chelsea Green's wrist. And obviously, if you know the history of Chelsea Green, you know, she's been struggling with that wrist. This has been a major story that has been, you know, talked about. So the fact that she went in there and was working on that wrist to me, great storytelling. So um, Kate, what did you think of this match overall? So it's kind of funny because I was like, this isn't my favorite match. And it was still a pretty good match. Like, 
it was just such a hot night that this was like probably my bottom two or three, but it was still really decent. Uh, Chelsea Green has gotten very good about laying her shit in. <laughs> like she has gotten great at that. This was another good example. There were some moments where it was just like, wow, she's really out there to kick someone's butt. And to your point, even though it wasn't like my favorite thing in the world, everything was still sound. And the story that was told was really great. Like this felt more almost like I always go to CM Punk because I'm the biggest punk mark. But what he's doing right now is telling stories where because he's a veteran and smarter than his opponents that are a little more green, he's outwitting them. But because it's always him just doing something a little bit smarter, what that does is make you believe that the opponent can feasibly win this match. And you know what? One of these times that's just going to happen. So it's great because it makes it feel you can buy in that way. If you feel like that person could reasonably win this match and that is just someone getting outwitted, that is a great story to tell. And it keeps you on the edge of your seat a little bit. So I very much appreciated that about this match. Not my favorite one, but... I just had a lot of really favorite matches today. <laughs> but isn't this crazy though? And I, I think you can probably like answer this question here. So even though like, here's the thing, like you say like, oh, this wasn't your favorite match, but tell me not that this still was like levels, even your least favorite matches from tonight were levels above a lot of the other, uh, I hate to say, but a lot of the other women's matches that we've been seeing in other places. And even the ones that weren't necessarily your favorite were still so much better. <laughs> Yeah. And for me, a matter of taste, not quality. Like there are just things that I like that Mercedes Martinez does. Right. But that doesn't mean that what happened in this match was wrong. It just means I have a preference to something else. So not necessarily a reflection of the quality as much as just the kind of wrestling that I like better, but you're absolutely right. And that this match was still, you know, head and shoulders above a lot of what we've been seeing on television, unfortunately. No, fortunately slash it. unfortunately. Yeah, fortunately slash unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, BTW Chelsea Green does get the win here with the Unprettier, so she moves on in this tournament. Now, before we move on to the next match, I do want to read a couple of super chats that we got here. Uh, let's read this one from. Uh, this one is from Taylor Cannon. Uh, thank you so much to Taylor, who's always sending lots of love. Uh, Taylor Cannon says, "Didn't get a chance to see the show, but I wanted to support the post show. I enjoy watching these post shows; they are very entertaining." Well, thank you, Taylor, for coming on here and. And showing us some love. We really appreciate it. We got another super chat. This one is from Janelle Shipler. Thank you so much to Janelle who says, love to see best girls Kate and Denise covering some amazing women's wrestling today. Impacts can have my money if they keep giving me this content. I agree. I definitely agree. Thank you so much to Janelle for sending in uh, lots of love. And then uh, before I move on to the next match, I'll read one more. This one is from the Shadow Ranger who says, great show. I love Impact Wrestling. Mixed feelings on the Iconics. I didn't want them in Impact, but it makes the most sense for them to go there. I'm assuming you probably wanted them to go to AEW. That's what I'm probably guessing here. Uh, Kate, I mean, obviously we don't know officially just yet that like, hey, they're, uh, you know, we have the Forbidden Door and they could possibly, like Chelsea Green, who's been showing up in different places that could be the situation with the iconics at least as of right now from what from the knowledge that i've i have on this situation yeah i i agree everything's just so open right now it's really interesting and also everybody's doing a tournament right now so there's just so much room for people to just show up for one-offs for continued stories for minor things but it's kind of fun having contracts that are open enough because it, it just makes it really interesting. You don't know where people are going to show up, but it is kind of funny that like we just got through an ROH tournament, MLW's rebooting their women's division, and then we have 
not Queen of the Ring, but Queen of the Ring. And then we have the TBS yeah. title tournament. I was like, everybody's just doing tournaments right now, which is which is great. I'm a tournament mark, so I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, we're going to go ahead and move on. But just a friendly reminder, I am going to be reading more Super Chats as we go throughout this stream. So if you guys want to get your thoughts, your comments, whatever it is on the show, go ahead and send it in. But let's move on to another uh, tournament match uh, from the first round. Of course, we got Brandy Lauren uh, versus Mercedes Martinez. Kate, you've put over Mercedes. Mercedes Martinez already quite a bit during this uh, during the show. Uh, so I do want to get your thoughts on this. But before we do that, this was kind of a, uh, you know, we did see Mercedes Martinez obviously take the win here. Uh, she won with the OG drop. This was a fast match. There wasn't, you know, it wasn't as long as the first two matches, but I thought that was perfectly fine. It made sense for the, you know, the story and the competitors that we were seeing in this match. But Kate, what did you think of this? Uh, this to me was, perfect in that it accomplished exactly what it needed to do was it like the best display of wrestling uh not in quality but just like time and match structure no we saw cooler stuff on this card tonight but you had a long match you had not a long match but you had two decent timed openers why not throw something that is going to be a little bit shorter here the way mercedes works she's a little bit harder hitting so that works we learned that she was going to wrestle a lot tonight. So having her do something a little bit shorter makes sense. And as we saw tonight unfold, it makes sense to have the person that's going to win look dominant. So I liked a lot of this. Uh, Brandy Loren being a zombie was kind of a surprise <laughs> to me. She's like one of the prettiest people in the whole wide world. So I was a little bit stunned, but fun <laughs> nonetheless, I'll take it. So this was perfect in accomplishing what it needed to. I will put over Mercedes Martinez here before now forever. I think she just adds so much value to a women's locker room and she let, you know, Brandy got her offense in still. And in every match that she had tonight, she just did a really great job of telling a different story every time, making her opponent look really great. And also just being such an ass kicker in the process. So I think it's just so valuable to any locker room you're going to see. Well said, well said. So next match that we have in the first round tournament, we had Tasha Steeles, who this night overall was a tremendous showcase for her uh, versus Jamie Senegal. Jamie Senegal just got to talk to her. So it was really kind of cool to get her story going into this tournament, which was really fun. Uh, Jamie, who, you know, uh, you know, she is a, a huge uh I don't know. I was a huge fan of Daphne. Daphne was sort of a mentor to her. And in our interview, she spoke about, you know, what Daphne meant to her and in her career. She essentially calls her, you know, her mother because she was literally the person that every time that Jamie had any sort of down in her career, Daphne was the person that would be like, you're a star. You're going to, you know, you know, she was telling me like she was the person that would build up my confidence and, you know, bring her up whenever she was feeling down. So she comes out, you know, tonight and, you know, she has inspired us. Uh, uh, gear and homage of of Daphne so that was very nice to see but this was a pretty fun match here we saw brutal forearms from Jace from from Jamie to Tasha and I gotta say I think the thing that really helped out this match or not helped it out but made it much more entertaining was actually the size difference that we got here from these two ladies is that you know 
the, 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 also because Tasha was working as a heel, obviously, and she was the smaller one. So to sort of see those two components come together in this match was one of my favorite things. Uh, we see Tasha essentially like kick the hell out of her. That was pretty cool. I will say this. I think this match, in my opinion, exceeded my expectations, especially because Tasha Steeles, you know, we've been seeing her, you know, for a longer period of time in the tag team, you know, division and to sort of see her, you know, standing out on her own this night really really showed so much that she can do and even though she you know she was working as a heel I thought that her facial expressions throughout the night were something that kind of brought her game to another level where I can see her down the line you know definitely turning baby face because she has that like uh she has that likability like she's kind of a mood like seeing her tonight I was <laughs> every time she would have like these reactions I was like Tasha Steeles is such a mood and you know we'll talk about her more later but um we did see uh you know obviously Tasha advance in this tournament but Kate, how did you feel about this match? I really liked this. And to me, this is the best I've seen out of Jamie Senegal as well. I am a little bit more familiar with her. I'm not sure if you were going into this, but uh, I haven't been the biggest proponent of her in-ring work. She's still working really hard um, and, and coming up a little bit, I think. But saw her at NWA Empower. This pace worked for her. This was slower, which I think... I give Tasha Steeles a lot of credit because she, as you said, is the smaller one here, right? So uh, that's usually the person that wants to be the most high energy because you need that momentum to make your moves look impactful when you're the smaller person. It just makes sense. Her ability to tell the story the way that she did in this match, this wasn't my favorite match of the night, but it was in some ways the one that I was the most impressed by because I think this was a completely different side of Tasha Steeles that I've seen before. If I am flavor was obviously a very, very different dynamic. Um, and on top of that, she just knew how to make Jamie look really great. And that's, I felt like, and to your point about her facial expressions, she was telling a story with every cell in her body, this entire match. I really, really liked what she did. Um, so this, this one was the one that I was kind of probably like the least excited about going into it and ended up on the other side of it being very impressed by I, I completely agree. And I think we're kind of on the same page here where like it exceeded our expectations. Yeah. At least that's, how I, that's how it seems to me. Like, honestly, now, before we get on to what I definitely think was match of the night, I do want to go ahead and give a quick plug to Fightful Select. If you have not subscribed to Fightful Select, I legitimately have no idea what you are waiting for. Uh, the entire Fightful team does such an incredible job on there. And I mean, constantly, you know, I'm subscribed. I just keep seeing these emails pop up over and over in my inbox. And it's just like news after news after news. If you have not subscribed to Fightful Select, make sure you guys do so. Uh, right now, currently, they are over 4,000 subscribers. And that is just such an awesome growth that we have seen on Fightful Select. So make sure to head on over to FightfulSelect.com and click that subscribe button. But Kate, it is time. It is finally time to talk about the match that I am most excited to talk about here today. Uh, and I think people here know, and I know you know what I'm getting at, <laughs> Diana Perrazzo versus Masha Slamovich. And I, I might say Slamovich. There you go. I need to put more intensity into that. There you go. Slamovich. <laughs> um, pick your poison match. She was selected by Mickey James. And Jesus Christ. Kate, I don't know where to start with this. Where do I begin? Um, 
Okay, you know what? I'm just gonna okay. I'm just gonna start off by saying this match was awesome. Okay, I'm gonna give you the floor here and uh, to kick this off, and then I'm gonna go ahead and give get a little bit more information on this match. But how did you feel about sure. this match? To me, match of the night as well for a lot of reasons. Uh, Masha is just so great. Uh, she's she has kind of been picking up some notoriety a little bit. I got to see her at AW Dark in uh, Newark when it was around here. She's done some really great work with Mission Pro Wrestling as well. Really, really picking up some momentum, and I'm excited for her because she absolutely deserves it. Uh, what a storyteller. What a character. The two of them just had, some wrestlers just have chemistry. Um, Deanna does seem to have it with, like, almost everyone, but there was something here where the things that aligned about their styles that are similar worked so well together, and the things that were different about their styles were fantastically different and what an exciting match that made their ability to change pace so many times in this match. I can't say enough about that. That is such an important device in a match. If you can pull it off to have these moments that are slower to give you some relief and to just sell how impactful this match is and then to speed it up like that and make it so exciting. Incredible work from both of them. They're just, they just had that thing. They just had that magic thing that comes out sometimes in wrestling. I'm so glad so many people got to see what Masha Slamovich can do because she uh, has just been killing it on the indie. She's been absolutely killing it in Mission Pro. Had a great match with Thunder Rosa on Dark. And to see her get this spotlight and to also just see her, I mean, she just immediately grabs your attention with her look and the name Masha Slamovich. Tell me there's a cooler name in wrestling and I'll tell you you're a liar. Masha Slamovich. Come she's on. She's getting over, like literally just with the name. And then you look at her and you're like, dang, like I've never seen anyone like her. And then she goes in the ring. So let's talk a little bit about what they actually did here. Because as we already know, Diana Perrazzo is a technical master. She's a savage in the ring. When she gets a hold of your body parts, you're done. She will find a way to, you know, get the best of you wear you down and essentially just get the best of you here. So one of the things that we saw right at the top of this match was both of them doing the test of strength. They got into that, you know, test of strength position. And from there, you saw them kind of just incorporate all of these different spots. It was essentially just them holding on to each other while doing a series of, you know, tons of spots it was insane and what i got from that is you legitimately have two people right now in the ring who just know what the hell they're doing and it became very very clear right from the beginning the other thing that i really liked from masha is that she did a lot of high impact moves and the way that she did them she brought intensity she was crisp they all looked really cool where like you look at her and I think you know I think like a you know like a Wonder Woman I think like an action star I think like a you know uh you know somebody that could literally just come in here overpower you and just like kick your butt and that's exactly <laughs> the vibe that she gives honestly and then um there was a moment which I really love in which uh we saw Deanna wrap her in a Koji clutch I thought that was absolutely sick. It was one of my favorite uh, portions of this match, especially because it really wore Masha down and, you know, it brought her down exactly to where Deanna wanted her. And so we saw that, like, you know, the strategy from Deanna in this match. Uh, I also want to put over the way that Masha runs the ropes because, again, that intensity was there uh, when she hit, uh, when Masha hit Deanna with the sidewalk brain buster. That was pretty epic oh as well. Oh, my gosh. Yep. And then for finally for the win, uh, we see Deanna hit the rings of uh, hit the rings of Saturn. She uses that 
gets the win. And I just got to say, this was my favorite women's wrestling match in a long time. In, a, in a, quite a bit, I would say definitely this year, this was one of my favorites by far because I just really thought that the um, the strategy, again, the storytelling that we saw from Deanna and both Masha, but Deanna in the sense of her, you know, her technical style. And then Masha, in terms of her, I kind of felt like this was a, uh, this was a star making match for her. Like, okay. You just became a fan. Like, I don't know if you, I don't, if somebody watched this match and they say, oh, I didn't like Masha after this. I'm like, dude, what the hell? <laughs> what were you seeing? Like, what were you seeing? I just What's don't get it. What's missing for you? Yeah. What is exactly. missing for you if you're not in on this woman? I'm with you. I was trying to think of other great women's matches. Um, Chris and, and Britt from All Out, obviously Bianca and Sasha at uh, Mania and the Lights Out match were on my mind. A lot of what Deanna's done this year fits in that category. This is one of those ones that fits in that category that Deanna did too. And this kind of goes back to, again, the purpose of a tournament. One of those things to do is spotlight people who are great wrestlers that either A, aren't in your company or B, need to stand out even if they're not going to get the victory. This is the, the best example of that. And I give equal credit to Deanna and Masha because I think they just both play their roles perfectly to your point about Deanna too. Just like she was like, all right, that didn't work. We're going to do this. Like, I loved that. She seemed like she was acting like a champion in this match. Like it was, it was so well done. And yeah, I have nothing but good things to say about this match, about Masha Slamovich and Deanna just becoming this incredible force in wrestling. It's so cool to see. It's so cool. It is really cool. She has definitely grown a lot. And we do have a super chat from Andrew7186 who says, I want Mercedes versus Masha, please. Uh, I just want to add to this. I want everybody against Masha now because I just need to see it. Uh, definitely became a big fan of hers uh, tonight. Uh, so guys, um, once again, if you want to send in any super chats, please feel free to do so. We will be reading them. We got a couple more and I'm going to be reading them as we as they pertain to the subject that we are talking about. But if you want to make sure that you get your super chat in and that we see it and that we read it and all of that, make sure you go ahead and send it in here. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's actually read this super chat that just came in from Air Force Sister 74, who says, didn't catch the show, but made sure to tune into this post show. It's been really refreshing to see more females doing these shows. Hell yeah, man. Girl power. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. And I'm so excited to finally be on a stream with Denise. But that is something that is growing and expanding at Fightful is different points of view. Grapsity was on earlier today. What a fantastic addition to Fightful that is. Sean Book sends his week with us. And even though he's out there to mute us, we're still going to break <laughs> through it. We're shattering glass ceilings over here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much to Air Force Sister 74. And again, keep sending in your super chats, guys. Uh, they keep us in business. So here we go. Uh, we are moving on to the semifinals match. We had Mercedes Martinez versus Rachel Allering. I think that this was definitely, uh, you know, looking at the brackets, I think a lot of people wanted to see this match. We got this match. You know, they have a very, they have, you know, they're, they're, they're still two different competitors, but at the same time, they still have a lot of similarities. And we did get to see that throughout this match. Uh, we do obviously see Mercedes get the win here with the guillotine, but some other awesome moments included uh, Mercedes Martinez, Albuene Rachel, like literally right in the ribs, which kind of hurt me just watching Rachel hitting her with the spine buster going for the pinfall, but getting a near fall. Rachel, once again, using the black hole slam again, uh, you know, 
Mercedes rolling out of the ring like the veteran that she is. Uh, but yeah, in the end, we see Mercedes get the get the win with the guillotine. And my favorite thing about her winning with this is the fact that she trapped in Rachel's legs so well that Rachel could essentially she couldn't use her legs to get out of it and so that to me kind of added to like the to the way that she went ahead and won this one so uh good job to Mercedes Martinez how did you feel about the semifinals match uh I really liked this this is probably the closest back-to-back stylistically that we got in the tournament but that's fine by me because I feel like Deanna and uh, Masha was something that was just so special and also I like this style so it doesn't feel that redundant to me um, <laughs> again I, I put over Mercedes Martinez all the time every way she has so many different ways she can beat you and they all look like they hurt really bad <laughs> everything she does feels impactful her chops for like not that big of a gal you can hear them across the room. I saw, I actually saw her and Rachel in a triple threat at uh, PPW in, in Pennsylvania. And the two of them were chopping each other. And ow, like it, it sounded like you would have thought it was like a Walter chop. It was so loud and impactful. And in that match too, kind of something we saw here, but Rachel didn't lean into like her, her more bubbly side as much. Uh, I saw Mercedes chop the crap out of her. And then she, chops Mercedes back and goes, ow, like on her hands, like doing so many little things well in storytelling. But I thought this match was really good. I thought it kept the night moving. I thought it did what it needed to do to make Mercedes look like a real butt kicker in the process. I liked the booking here a lot and I'm with you. I thought the way that it ended made Mercedes look like this person could really take this whole tournament. <laughs> it, no, it really, she really did. And I had a feeling, I had a feeling that, you know, she would be one of those people. And I didn't read the spoilers. I, I, I don't read spoilers. So going into this, I was like, okay, I, I don't want to know what's going to happen. I need to, I need to be impressed. I need to be, you know, surprised as I go through this. So uh, let's go ahead and jump into the next match. So uh, semifinals match winner will obviously go on to face Mercedes Martinez. We have Tasha Steeles versus Chelsea Green. And this was another fun match. Again, this was another one where we really saw Tasha Steele stand out. Once again, I got to bring up her facial expressions because we kind of yeah. saw it elevated a little bit more onto this uh, during this match, excuse me. And um, some of my favorite portions that I think uh, we need to talk about is, uh, you know, Chelsea essentially doing this like dive right onto Tasha and Tasha's so tiny and Tasha still <laughs> catches her. I thought that was a really uh, awesome moment. Both of them headbutting each other was pretty great. Uh, Tasha hitting her with the crucifix bomb and then not getting the win. Uh, that was kind of exciting to see because you kind of saw them like level it up because you know obviously they're in the semifinals so it's not going to be you know it just kind of showed that the competitors the competition got a lot harder as you move on you know in the tournament so that was really nice the only thing that I didn't necessarily love was the finish I thought it took too long to kind of get to it to where it kind of took away from the moment we do see Tasha winning with the frog splash and uh, she gets the win after that but I kind of thought that the lead up to the finish almost didn't feel like a finish like it kind of just like happened sort of abruptly in my opinion so uh we do end up seeing Tasha and Mercedes Martinez in the finals but how did you feel about Tasha and Chelsea I felt like overall this match felt a little bit long there were parts of it that dragged but what actually cracked me up when was I had that thought I was like this feels a little long to me and then Chelsea did that tope that absolutely like <laughs> annihilated Tasha and 
boy picked up the match. So I guess I was not the only one feeling that way because she definitely was like, let's pick business up a little bit. Um, this was perfectly fine. Uh, this was also not like my favorite, but again, just a matter of taste. Like there, everything here was sound. It made sense. And even though it wasn't like super my favorite, I thought Chelsea was going to win. So this to me was a booking surprise and it was one that I wanted because I really wanted Tasha to go to the finals. I really like it when they award homegrown talent and something impact has done well, really well twice. Now it seems like Ethan page left for AW and they made a star out of Josh Alexander, despite the fact that they were tag team stars, fire and Flava also tag team stars here. Hogan leaves for AEW. it turns out. And I think we're seeing Tasha's deals kind of become a star in our eyes. Again, purposes of tournaments, making stars out of people. This is a great example of that. And they're doing it with the right person because she is actually signed there as opposed to on a lease contract. Like we see it with a lot of the other impact talent. So uh, just fantastic booking, not my favorite match, nothing wrong with it i just had a lot of really favorite matches today (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it okay so we're gonna go ahead and kind of break away a little bit from the matches because now we got some uh some endearing things to talk about i can't wait to get into this uh we have our awesome kong segment where you know she comes out and she's officially going to be the next entrance into the hall of fame she's going to be inducted during bound for glory weekend so that's going to be very exciting i can't you know when you think back into impact wrestling's history i can't think of anybody more deserving more deserving than awesome kong to be inducted into the impact hall of fame so that is uh she comes out you know she you know she's showing this emotion she's talking to the people uh you know she puts over daphne for breaking barriers and that was another really nice mention where she couldn't honestly she could have made this all about herself and no one would have judged her whatsoever but she you know she made sure to you know talk about daphne and her legacy as well and then also she you know she made a point to tell people that no matter what business you're in whether you're a teacher or a mechanic or whatever the case may be to always do something for the next generation to, you know, to help the, you know, open the door for that next generation. So I kind of thought that she said a lot of really nice things in like a short amount of time. But how did you feel about, you know, seeing Awesome kind of get this like nice moment here tonight? Oh, just so it's just so deserved for her. It made me so happy. And that they, the people that they brought in to make that announcement and, to welcome her back. I just, I thought that was great that they, Christy and, and Gail and um, yeah, everything that she said, she just seems like a very humble person. She seemed very emotionally moved by the fact that that was happening. And on top of that, everything she said about Daphne and the, the words of inspiration that she left, like you said, she was like, you're a teacher, you're a mechanic, whatever. She, you know, open the door for the next ones. Cause otherwise who will like, what a wonderful sentiment in a moment that's supposed to be about her to turn it around and make it about everyone else. I just thought that was a, a really beautiful use of time by her. And I also liked that we didn't just go into the finals and do this at the end. Like they took a breath with all of the things that we had seen to put the main event in the main event spot, which is just good, but to not let this moment get lost in the shuffle, which I really appreciated. Yeah, I, I did like the flow of the show where it's like, okay, we get the first round matches out of the way, we get another different match, and then we go into, you know, they do a lot of different stuff. I thought they pasted and separated everything really well. Uh, it flowed very smoothly. We also got a uh, video where Taylor Wilde is also talking about Daphne and some of the work that they did together on Impact Wrestling. Uh, uh, did you have any additional thoughts that you wanted to add about this? Just tears. I just cried a lot tonight unexpectedly. Like, I didn't anticipate crying a lot, but... I was very emotional about a lot of this, but it was, it was 
beautifully well done. They did a great job with this. Yeah, it was really nice. And again, I'm glad it was just one of those other aspects that they added to the show to kind of just, again, honor her memory. Uh, before we move on to the Monsters Ball, I do want to go ahead and just remind you guys all, if you haven't already, please make sure that you guys are subscribed to Fightful here on YouTube, whether you're listening to this on the audio version or wherever you listen to Fightful podcast, please make sure to take some time and head on over to YouTube and make sure to subscribe to the channel. Fightful is growing very, very fast. So make sure you guys are part of the family. Family now now Give a thumbs up for yeah us. please for do please do you know, <laughs> I don't, I, i'm not sure i'm pretty sure i have to ask sean but i'm pretty positive this is the first time i think i hope i'm not wrong here i think this is the first time that we've had an all-female stream here on fightful i, I think you're right. Sean. i think you're right? right yeah it's gotta be right i think so. i don't know yeah <laughs> okay, well, we'll find out eventually. I'm sure I'm sure Sean will have the uh, Sean Ross stats on that. But let's get into this monsters ball. We have Savannah Evans, Kimberly, Alicia, and uh, Jordan, uh, Jordan Grace. This was a killer match. Holy moly. Kimberly, please give that woman a raise because she took a beating during this match. Um, before we get into your thoughts, I do kind of want to just talk a little bit about the uh, major moments, highlights of this Monsters Ball. To recap it a little bit, uh, we had certain spots that were fantastic. And here are the ones that I personally love the best. Uh, seeing Kimber essentially get tossed right into that barbed wire chair that literally busted her face open. And before she even had any time to recover, she was literally getting like hit with like kendo stick shots like all over the body. This was brutal uh jordan grace you know hitting that vader bomb the way that she moves and how fast she is uh it looked really impressive jordan brings in the weight plates kimber brings in the thumbtacks they really brought in a lot of different you know weapons obviously to kind of spice up this match we then see jordan hit kimber with a muscle buster on the thumbtacks which i thought was for non phenomenal we see savannah get jordan with a uh, chalk in the face and then we do end up seeing savannah win after a full nelson slam on alicia uh for the win here i was kind of surprised that she won but given the fact that they're building her up to be a monster uh i definitely think that having her take the win was the right call but kate what did you think of this match what were some of your favorite moments and did you think it was the right call to have savannah win ow i thought this match was ow Ow, ow, it was <laughs> painful and so badass. Also, for those of you who don't know, like the, the connection here too is going from the Daphne content to this was this was Daphne's match. Um, so go back and, and watch that and learn about that because I think it's really important. But this match I thought was fantastic. It was so different than anything else on the card. Again, we got so much women's talent on this card too, in general, like just a lot of, participants in it and everybody did something different this was by far the most different thing that we saw because it wasn't just stylistic we're taking tax spots out here so what a badass match and oh man yeah give kimberly a raise because she's gonna need it for the medical bills because of what she <laughs> did to her body in this match it was absolutely bananas i liked that uh despite how brutal it was i feel like people assume that brutal and slow always go together this was actually very well paced too like i felt like this moved a lot considering how physical and ugh, it was um so i i thought that this was great and again the sequencing of the show to get through an entire tournament and not feel tired by the end of it 
not always an easy thing to accomplish. Doing this match really gave you that breath of fresh air with it. So I have nothing but great things to say about it. And this was definitely something that brought something so different to the show. And we already knew that because this was promoted, obviously. So going into it, you knew that you were going to get all of this violence and all of this gruesome stuff. And I thought that given, I mean, I don't, I didn't even keep track of how long the match was, but it didn't feel long, but it didn't feel short either. But it feels like we got a lot in it, even, even though, like, even though it wasn't like this super long match, I kind of, I didn't want it to end, to be honest. Like when the <laughs> end came, I was like, oh man, like I was like really digging that like I love this type of stuff so for me like part of me was like I didn't want this to end whatsoever but yeah I really do think though that Kimberly for me was the one that just like made this match took it to another level so I do think that she deserves a lot of credit for that so let's go ahead and jump into um the finals here and we do got a lot of super chats in regards to the final so I'm gonna start off reading a couple of the super chats and then we'll go ahead and actually talk about the match itself uh, so in the finals we saw Tasha Steeles versus Mercedes Martinez you have you know Tasha Steeles who you know has been with Impact for you know quite some time now you have Mercedes Martinez who is you know coming back she's you know reestablishing herself remaking a name for herself so it was going to see be very interesting to see which direction they were going to go into you know who was going to win here today um so let's get some super chats here and then i'll read a little bit about this actual match so um super chat from joey graps thank you so much to joey who says tasha steals is one of my new favorite wrestlers great matches love that cutter on the apron that she did uh i agree uh kate do you want to take a second to put over tasha steals yeah i just well first of all i also do want to acknowledge that this was really cool to see two Hispanic women in the the finals. And I did want to talk to you about that specifically because it is Hispanic Heritage Month until the 15th that runs September 15th through October 15th. And of all the graphics I've seen and like appreciation moments, this to me is the best way to appreciate it. Let's put these two women in the finals of this match. Tasha Steeles to me got made in this tournament. Like she's been great in the tag team scene. I feel like I understand who she is more. We talked about the facial expressions. I feel like she's just grown so much in a very short time in a kind of a sneaky way. Like, I don't think anybody really saw that this, even though she ended up losing, like a going into this match, I didn't know who was going to win. Cause I think putting it on the hometown talent, homegrown talent is always an exciting thing to do, but Mercedes Martinez can just add so much value. Um, so I didn't know which way this was going to go, but yeah, Tasha has been great. She's been so versatile and I feel like what we saw out of her tonight, we just saw very different matches every time she was in the ring. So I liked getting to see so many sides of the same coin. I'm so happy for her and I love that she didn't get left behind when like her best work was done probably in high and flavor and now She's getting to break out on her own. She's not getting thrown to the side, which is always refreshing to see just from in a, a standpoint of how they treat their talent. So I, I loved it. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that they were the final two as well. I definitely think that it kind of made it feel like really exciting because again, you had, you know, two different, very di different directions that impact could have gotten here with the, you know, with the win. So uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the moments that we saw during this match. So we saw, you know, Mercedes get Tasha with a series of suplexes, which I really loved here. And then I do think that, you know, there is a, the major takeaway and you've mentioned it and I've mentioned it is really the fact that Tasha steals kind of got to 
to show a very different side of herself. And again, we saw that during this match. And, you know, we saw them go back and forth, which was absolutely phenomenal. But Mercedes does get the win here with the OG drop. And I got to say that I thought that I, I personally, I... I kind of wanted them to go with Tasha Steeles just because I kind of felt that she really, really worked so much up into this moment. So I did kind of want them to go that direction, but I totally get why they went with Mercedes. And you can't, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, well, what do you like more? You know, cake or another cake. It's like, you like both, right? <laughs> so you can't decide. It's like, I don't know how else to like, say like, you're, you're happy with like either or option, which is, you know, kind of how I felt about this, but you know, seeing Mercedes win, I think it's going to be really cool because now she's either going to go on to face either, you know, Mickey James or Deanna Perrazzo, you know, whoever wins out of that bound for glory match. So either way you have some really uh, exciting matchups. Ideally, I, I want to see Mercedes Martinez versus uh, Deanna Perrazzo. Where would you like to see that end up? Yeah, so to your point, I I was glad to see Mercedes Martinez win, but I didn't think there was a wrong choice here, especially when you know the person on the other side is super veteran at this point. Like, it's either Mickey freaking James, or <laughs> it's probably going to be Deanna Perazu, who is on, I mean, just an incredible run. So it's not like you would have been in danger to put Sasha and uh, Sasha. Tasha in that situation. <laughs> Sasha in that situation. <laughs> Everybody's um, name is like Dasha, Sasha, Tasha, <laughs> Masha. Masha, yeah. Oh my gosh. Masha could have gone on here. I just thought about oh it right goodness. now. Oh my so god. Yeah, there you Man. go. Now we just need an Asha. We need an Asha to come in here and be like, I'm Asha. <laughs> yeah, they're perfect. Fantastic. You could have a stable of it. It would be fantastic. That'd be a this great stuff, stable. This stuff like Paige, Cage. Uh, oh I my don't gosh, know the anymore. pages and the cages oh. on AEW don't get me started. But there, there would be no harm in putting Tasha Steeles in that situation because she would be going up against someone that's a veteran. Uh, but I, I think Mercedes Martinez versus Mickey James is a dream match, and I think Mercedes Martinez versus Deanna Prazu is going to slap anyway. So I, to your point, I don't think there was anything wrong. I think uh, Mickey is probably not the person for Deanna to drop to, though I'm very much looking forward to that match, and I think it's going to be fantastic. I just think that's not the person. I think for Deanna to drop the title at this point, it's going to make someone else. So. Yeah. I think someone like Natasha Steeles would make sense here. I don't think you need to put it on someone who is already accomplished, like everything there is to in, in this yeah. industry. So you don't need to build up Mickey James. We know yeah, Mickey no, James. She's we good. love Mickey James. We love <laughs> Mickey James. Uh, we got, got a couple it. more. Yeah, exactly. We got a couple more super <laughs> chats. Uh, this one is from Ryan Sullivan, who says, "I know Mercedes won, but I feel like Tasha Steeles was the star of the night, and I don't think either one of us can argue with that because, no. yeah, you've definitely got a point there." Uh, another super chat. This one is from Arpon Pal, who says, "So glad Mercedes Martinez won a true professional. Uh, yeah, and she deserves it, man. Like she's done. She's some." Somebody that you know just adds to any tag, any I was gonna say any tag team division, any women's division that she is in, she just really adds to it there. Uh, before we move on to the main event, we do have a uh, we do have a uh, another super chat, and this one is from R26 who says, Between Impact Stardom, oh, I already read, didn't I read this already? Between Impact Stardom and TJPW, the last 24 hours of women's wrestling has made up for what the two big companies did on Friday night. Oh, okay. I did not read this one already. And I think I read something similar earlier. But um, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, people want to see 
people want to see women's wrestling get the respect that it deserves. And I would say that watching this show, if you want to see, you know, women's wrestling get the, the respect that, it, that you wanted to get, this was a place to go in and watch. Yeah, it just, for some reason, it seems like at other promotions, there's this temptation to treat women's wrestling different than men's wrestling as if like storytelling doesn't apply or whatever like it, it's baffling to me uh that it, it gets treated completely differently and impact is very good about not doing that this gets very similar treatment to how you would see a men's tournament play out uh and i i just appreciate that i think this this thing around treating it differently is very weird because all we want is for it to be treated the same Exactly. A one minute match versus a 10 minute match, two totally different things. But anyways, uh, let's get into this main event. And after our main event, we're going to go ahead and also talk about who we thought were some of the biggest standouts of the night. But just to remind you guys, if you want to get your super chats in, please make sure you guys do so because we will be wrapping up shortly and you don't want your super chat to not get read. But here we go. Our main event, we got the women's tag team titles on the line uh, and we have Decay, the team of Rosemary and Havoc versus the influence to and Madison Rain. Um, this was a fun match. This was a fun main event. We saw essentially Rosemary and Havoc beat the hell out of the influence. <laughs> we did see them retain, which I think was the right call here. And this was a fun match. Oh, how did you feel about it? I liked it. I thought uh, it was it was exactly what it should have been. And I there's not a ton to dig into. It was it was perfectly solid. I think the right team won, but I think the bigger thing is. Now we're getting this inspiration tease. I think this was more meant to be like the the bridge to that. I I didn't doubt the booking for a second, but a but a really solid match. I think the story that I is the tournament. So it was kind of weird having this main event in a way, but also uh, the note that they wanted to leave us on that made perfect sense. So I thought it, I thought it was perfectly serviceable. And I just loved, I loved how many women were used on tonight's card in general. And this was a good example of getting a lot of women on to get their moment to shine uh, and doing it in a, in a well-booked way. I 100% agree. So let's go ahead and for our last segment of the day, because again, we've kind of been putting up, putting over a lot of women. And that's obviously, you know, what we want to talk about here today and just really pay like, we just, I like, I don't know, like, I don't know how else to say it, but I want to make sure that women's wrestling gets like the proper respect that it should be getting. Right. So I do want to, uh, we do got another super chat. This one is from the intangible one cliff beard. Thank you so much. Who says can't stay, but wanted to say, I love this team up of Hollywood Salcedo and killer Kate, not kitty. Both of you are great. Hashtag team badass babes. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thank you. I do. <laughs> and okay. So for our final segment of the night, I do want to go ahead and ask you who, if you have one to three picks of women that you would say from tonight, you were just like, man, either you became a big fan of theirs. You think they deserve a notable mention. Uh, Anything, just three names that you think really stood out for you today. And then just go ahead and like give us your reasons as to why you chose those three names. Sure. I think Tasha Steele's got made tonight in a very special way. I think she is the winner of the tournament, even though she lost. I, I think we just got to see three completely different matches against three very different opponents. And she told great stories in every single one. She showcased what she does in the ring differently against every single one. And her expressions 
really correlated with what she was trying to tell the story of, which I think is fantastic. And I, I think we've seen so much growth and this was a fantastic showcase of that. My second one is my girl, Masha. I can't, I, <laughs> how do you not, after what we saw out of her tonight, out of what we've seen out of her in general, uh, I think that was just a very special match. And I thought it would be great because I knew who was involved, but I don't think that I knew it was going to be one of those matches that has you on the edge of your seat and makes you feel something the way that that match did. So I would go with those two. And then since you gave me up to three, why not fill the quota? Uh, I'll throw Mercedes Martinez as the winner in there too. I just, I'm always so continually impressed by her ability to be so rooted in herself as a wrestler, but continue to make everybody else look great and just do exactly what she's there to do. Someone in an earlier super chat called her a professional. She truly is. She truly, truly is. So good for her for winning this. It's great to see her get the shine. Uh, I knew what she was capable of though. I just always love seeing it on display. So the real standouts to me were, were Masha and Tasha. <laughs> All the Asha's. The Asha's tonight, killing it. <laughs> um, so I got to add. So again, I got to agree. I think Masha was definitely like the, for me, she was the real standout of the night where I was just like anybody who, if you had a chance at one point to hire her and you didn't, you should be kicking yourself in the head right now. I'm sorry. But if, I, if I was a promoter and I had a chance to sign her and I didn't sign her, I would feel like I got egg on my face right now, honestly, really. Yeah. Uh, so I got to put her over. Uh, the second person that I really got to put over here is Lady Frost because I thought that she was just so impressive. I thought, again, like I said at the beginning, you know, that opening match I thought was a phenomenal way to kick off kick off the, the, the show. And for me, she, Lady Frost was obviously a big reason. Like, I just really, really enjoyed her work. I really like what she brought to the table and I kind of, you know, want to make sure that she gets mentioned. So, uh, so I would definitely definitely say them and then um for my third one it's kind of like a tie because like I want to say Deanna Perrazzo but I think we already know how good Deanna Perrazzo is so like she's been doing great as a champion so because of that I'm gonna go with Tasha Steeles I'm gonna go with Tasha Steeles because again this was one you know this was a night where like I said we really got to see so much from her that we haven't seen before and we already know what you know how great Deanna is so that's why I'm gonna give it to Tasha Steeles because I just think that she also needs to you know get some like you know get some you know some note, I don't know, notoriety, notability. I don't really know anymore. But I just yeah. want to make sure she gets like some, she gets some kudos. There you go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's, you know, Deanna's been on this group to your point. Like what she did with Masha was also, she was a huge part of why that match was so special. But it's not surprising with her anymore. I think this was, this really was Tasha Steele's night in, in a lot of ways. So, it's yeah, that's that's a tough tiebreaker, but I think you put it on the right woman. And Lady yeah, I was, Frost, like, I was like, dang, yeah. I should have done five names, man, because I was, I, I was doing this. I was like, I also want to give, you know, kudos to this person, props to that person, etc. Uh, you know, all it was of that a great stuff. night. It was a great yes. night. It really, really was. It was a, a very nice palate cleanser uh, after what we saw this week in general, too. Um, but context aside, like what a fantastically well executed pay-per-view both with the talent that they selected and how they performed and the way that the tournament was booked and executed across the board, I think was just fantastic. 
And I think you said it well. So I'll end it at that. You've got it all down. Kate, first of all, I want to thank you so much for saying yes to coming on here and doing this show with me. I'm very happy we got our first show out of the way. And I'm sure we're going to have many more to come here. Um, so thank you so much. Before we go, please feel free to plug in anything you'd like to plug in. Sure. Well, I will just throw that back at you and say thank you so much for for having me. And I'm so excited to have done this. And you watching you work is a privilege to see and very inspiring with how hard you work. So thank you, you so much. <laughs> oh, well, you can catch up with me because I was yeah. a mess with the Daphne stuff. Um, but you can catch me uh, every Tuesday. We do the Sour Grass NXT post show right here on Fightful. Alex and I just slowly lose our minds every week and I wear ridiculous things. So come join us. You can catch me on the Mark Order podcast Wednesday nights after AEW Dynamite. We cover all things all elite. Uh, and then on Fridays, I do the AEW Rampage and SmackDown post show where uh, it is not a mute free zone unfortunately, but we have so much fun over there. Also back on Fightful. So check me out on those things. And then you can check me out on the Twitter right here. And we're actually going to end with this massive super chat, Douglas Johnson. Holy moly. Thank, thank you. you for this massive super chat. It says just because you two are hardworking badasses who continue to kick all butt. Dude, this is awesome. Thank you so much for thank sending you. this over. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Like so, so much. Thank you so much to Douglas. Uh, guys, make sure you guys give Kate some love follow her. You guys have been seeing our handles on here this entire time. So you guys know where to find us. As for me, please head on over to youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. That is my baby. I am about to hit 50,000 subscribers on there and I have tons of interviews working on tons of content. So please head on over there, click a subscribe. I promise you, you will enjoy it. And then head on over to Twitter and or on Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. I'm almost at 40k on Twitter. I'm so close. I'm like 800 away. It's really, really <laughs> driving me nuts but if you haven't followed me please head on over there um it would really mean a lot to me uh so yes please make sure to follow both kate and i make sure to subscribe to fightful here on youtube fightfulselect.com all of that good stuff until next time i'm denise salcedo this is kate hensler and we'll see you guys next time bye everybody